This is an AMI podcast. I'm Dave Brown, and this is a podcast version of AMI's Morning Show, now with Dave Brown. Catch the live broadcasts weekdays from 9 to 11 a.m. Eastern on AMI-audio and AMI-tv. Welcome back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI. Let's bring in Mike Agarbo to talk about what's happening in the world of technology. Mike is the host of the app show, which you can find Saturdays at 11 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-audio. And I'm always genuinely curious on where we find Mike Agarbo. Mike, where in the world is Mike Agarbo today? Home in Vancouver. That's a boring answer. I know. I'm in the matrix. How was your trip to Toronto? It all went well? Yeah, it was good. Uh, had a good time. I haven't been there for uh, a while, so it was nice to get uh, back there. Well, glad you had safe travels in your home safely and enjoying some summertime in Vancouver. Finally, finally some summertime in Vancouver for Mike Agarbo. Mike, let's uh, jump into some news here where Amazon announced that their purchase of iRobot, the company behind the Roomba robot vacuums. Mike, how much did Amazon fork out for these iRobots and for these these Roombas? Only $1.9 billion. Oh, a bargain. Uh, so, yeah, not, not too bad. I think that's probably couch change for Amazon, but uh, now they own uh, all their robots. <laughs> they own all the robots. What do you think uh, the implications might be here and where, where their plans may be for uh, Roomba and iRobots? Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, they are getting into robots. Uh, they do have that personal robot, uh, Astro, uh, that follows you around uh, your home and, and uh, you know gives you security. Uh, but uh, with the uh, the Roombas now, um, they've uh, basically got these uh, robots that uh, kind of meander around your home, obviously cleaning, uh, whether that's mopping or, or vacuuming. Uh, but these robots are also mapping your house uh, as well, kind of creating a, a detailed. Uh, uh, overlay of uh, how your house is laid out. So I think it's, you know, obviously one thing uh, to make money on selling the robots and it does fit into their whole robot vision. Uh, but I think the the data is important to them as well. Yeah, to me, part of this is about saying, why are we going to build something from the ground up when a lot of this technology already exists? Why don't we integrate something else into our mix? We can afford the $1.9 billion. We've been shipping a lot of toilet paper to people over the last couple of years and canned food goods to people for the last couple of of years why don't we just say it's going to cost us way too much research and development to build our own let's just use somebody else's I think so. I mean, you look at uh, some of the purchases they've made over the years, uh, you know, Ring, uh, that whole security system, mm-hmm. Blink, which mm-hmm. they've tied in, uh, which is security systems uh, as well. And who knows what they're going to be adding to these uh, iRobots, I the Roombas. They could potentially add uh, more surveillance type capabilities to them uh, as as well. Their Astro Robot has that now, too. It's like a, a little... Uh, kind of uh, Android uh, robot looking uh, thing on, on wheels. It has a camera built in to uh, do surveillance in your home. So it wouldn't be that difficult to kind of add that feature to the, uh, the Roombas. I think part of this also has to be about acquiring an industry leader, right? That you're talking about, I, but at least to my, to my estimation, right? As a bit of a layman, I would say that iRobot and Roomba is the leader in that industry, right? They're, 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 the, they're the Kleenex, they're the Coke. You're, you're buying a brand name here that people trust. Uh, you really are. I mean, uh, if I look at some of the competitors, the only ones I can think of would be uh, the Ninja folks with their uh, their shark uh, robots. Uh, so uh, iRobot definitely just dominates the, uh, the the category. And I know $1.9 billion sounds like a lot. 
it really isn't in the big scheme of things for Amazon. <laughs> billion dollars here, a billion dollars there. Soon we're talking about real money. Uh, Mike, yeah. one last question here, and I think uh, I think Paul Daniels looking for a stock tip in the way that he phrases this. Do you have any idea on what Amazon plans to do in terms of future acquisitions? Uh, I'm going to call. I'm going to dial half my stockbroker's number right now. <laughs> I wish I knew what they were going to to do. I mean, this particular uh, purchase wasn't a big surprise for me, but I would look to anything, uh, you know, especially around the home uh, when it comes to robotics, uh, anything more on, uh, you know, security and surveillance uh, as well, and and networking, keeping all these devices uh, connected. Mike, let's go from the really big scale to something on a smaller scale. A new father has developed a new smart webcam that detects when his infant child is showing signs of hunger. So this is a really good idea. How does it work? This is kind of interesting. Uh, his name is Caleb Olson, and he's done this kind of stuff before. He uh, uh, figured a way to uh, monitor his dogs pooping on his lawn through uh, webcams. Uh, <laughs> I know, right? Uh, but now he's obviously got a baby, so he's thinking, hey, how can I use machine learning and webcams to figure out when uh, the baby is hungry? And it's actually quite interesting using machine learning uh, and the camera facing at the baby. What he's trying to do is determine when the baby is hungry before it starts crying. So he's taken in a few factors, you know, whether uh, the baby is kind of moving its head back and forth, uh, you know, if it's taking its pacifier out, if it's putting its uh, little uh, little fists into its mouth. And using kind of a, a scale, it's uh, taking all of those factors and giving a score uh, and then sending him an alert when that score is high enough. I know the sample size on this is quite small, but did he offer any kind of indication on how accurate this is? Uh, he said it's uh, you know a work in progress. I don't think it's 100% accuracy uh, on this uh, yet, but uh, it's kind of interesting just the ability to use machine learning uh, and the tools with a webcam to uh, to try to figure this uh, out. So he says uh, it's, again, not 100% by any stretch, and he's just continuing to work on it. And I imagine along those lines, because it's not 100% and because the stakes would be rather high here, I can't imagine he has plans to make this commercially available. I don't think so. I think it's more kind of a hobby uh, for him. But I can imagine all those other uh, webcam companies out there trying to figure a way uh, to monetize, uh, you know, a feature uh, like this. I mean, they already can kind of detect kind of, uh, you know, humans from cars or humans from animals. Uh, so uh, this wouldn't be a huge stretch. Mike, let's wrap up on something of a health story. We're looking at researchers from the University of Buffalo who've developed ear health, an experimental pair of earbuds that can detect inner ear infections. Seems like, again, a a very utilitarian cause here, but how does it work? This is kind of interesting. Uh, You know, they're kind of using some uh, off-the-shelf earbuds uh, and and even Bluetooth ones, but it's uh, more down to uh, the microphone uh, that uh, that they're putting uh, into these uh, these uh, headphones and earbuds. Basically, they send a, a clicking noise to get a baseline, uh, you know, into your ear, down to the ear canal. And then after that, uh, you know, they're constantly sending these, uh, these clicks and, uh, the clicks can basically determine a number of different things. Uh, they can determine earwax uh, blockage. Uh, they can also, uh, detect if there's any problems with the, uh, the eardrum uh, itself and, and even things, uh, like infections. Uh, I guess when you get an infection, it obviously kind of swells up, uh, the, uh, the ear canal, but really kind of interesting, uh, technology and, uh, hopefully we'll see this, uh, uh, type of thing, uh, in, in our wearables in the future. You mentioned that they're using off the shelf earbuds. Are, are they making 
making modifications or what kind of modifications are they making to these off-the-shelf earbuds? From what I understand right now is uh, basically the the microphone itself. I guess it's a much more sensitive microphone. And then they're using essentially machine learning. Uh, you know, as they're getting that data, you know, the clicks uh, that are, are being sent uh, into the, uh, the ear canal, they're using machine learning uh, learning to figure out, uh, you know, things like distance and, and other, uh, you know, variables uh, to determine if there are any infections. Mike, that appears to be the common thread across all three of these topics. Machine learning and AI is here, whether we like it or not. It's coming for us, man. (laughs) Those robots are always on the march. Hey, Mike, glad to hear you're back home in Vancouver, safe and sound. Enjoy a beautiful summer day, and we'll talk to you again uh, next week. Thank you. You've been listening to Now with Dave Brown. Hit the subscribe button on any podcast platform and leave us a rating and a review. The Walrus is Canada's conversation, and you're invited to take part. Download AMI's Voices of the Walrus, where professional narrators read selected articles from the magazine. Available wherever you download your AMI podcasts.